1: So it can be hard to understand our toddlers at the best of times. That is the understatement of the year, which is why I am so happy to have Gemma and Sophia, behavior, well-being, and mental health specialists who support parents with their toddlers teens and in between. Woo! Woo! Coolie coolie! and Oh my god, I love Kooey! <laughs> Like the cooey I Where love it, it I don't know Oh my god Me and my mom Say it to each other If I don't reply to her What's happened Like oh, she'll put cooey uh, That's
2: me <laughs> I'm not so I say like groovy And funky Oh my like, god, what?
1: I love it That's so good Kooey, <laughs> <Coolie laughs> girls Thank you so much For coming in Thank I'm you I'm very excited Sorry if I'm getting A bit too excited That you <laughs> girls are here I have a toddler uh, I'm at that stage I have a lot of questions How yeah. much time do you have yeah. We're here We're here we for, it, for it You're here for it uh, You're the perfect couple To chat to about Big emotions And our little ones You've got the understanding of these between you, you've got sixteen plus years of experience. Cover emotional literacy, boundaries with consistency, sibling rivalry, tantrums, consent, which is a big one these days, and lots, lots more as well. You can find them on Instagram at Toddlers, Teens, and Between. Let's start, shall we, ladies? <laughs> Go for it. What on earth is going on in their tiny minds? <laughs> Toddler emotions, I guess, is the is a big topic that you guys cover. Um, Where do we start? How can we learn to understand our toddler's emotions? What's the first thing that we can do?
2: Jem, our toddler expert. Okay, take (laughs) it away. Come on, Jem. They're similar
3: to adults, but their brains haven't developed properly yet. Yes. So they're going through the same emotions, but their view of the world is slightly different to an adult's view of the world in the sense that they don't understand turn taking. They don't understand that um, even if you hide an object, they're learning that it's hidden rather than it's gone away. So their brains are a bit more simplified than adults, but their emotions are there. They're still going through all the same emotions, anger, frustration, jealousy, wanting what they want but they just can't communicate it with us. So it's important to, when you see a toddler and when you're kind of having a meltdown or your toddler's got big emotions, it's important to think, what are they trying to show me? How are they trying to communicate it to me? And how can I teach them to communicate this? Because they are like sponges. They are absorbing everything. They're learning everything new. So it's all about teaching them how to actually articulate it, how to ask for it, how to ask nicely for it, what it means to turn take. But also from kind of like thinking about it from an adult's point of view as well, of well, we don't just expect adults to give up something that they're playing with
2: and they give up happily. Yeah, 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 you're right. Also, this is all about emotional literacy. So when we were younger, I feel like I didn't know when I was angry that the word was anger or frustration at that young age. And so if we provide our toddlers and early years kids with the language, so that oh, I can see you're frustrated, you're really Balling up your fists and your jaw is clenched or whatever, and so you're associating the feeling and the behaviour, and then they can start to verbalise that language back to you as they grow up. Yeah. I'm really angry, Mum. Okay, great. Thank you for explaining you're angry, and so that you you give them the language, is and it that- repeating
1: it to them as well yeah. when they when they keep doing yeah. you know certain behaviour, saying the right kind of words. I mean, it's so hard, though, isn't mm. it? Because there's there's so many different things that you say, and you're like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, and there's never there's not there's no guide to this, that you have health visitors. We were talking about this before, that you have all this prep before the baby gets here. And then a couple of months or weeks after, someone comes and visits and makes sure you're doing it all all right. And then you just like, okay. (laughs) It's so bizarre, isn't it? That then it just stops. And you've got to ask friends. You've got to,
2: you know, do your own research on it or just, you know, potluck. Or you end up doing the opposite or the same as the parent generation you had. And I feel like now we've got this like huge plethora of Insta and TikTok and whatever and people giving guides and advice. And actually it's so, it can be so overwhelming. It's Mm. almost too much. And also like- I think the phrase gentle parenting
3: is kind of the hit word at the moment. And it's almost like, well, okay, that doesn't always work. Like I need to take it a bit further. Now what do I, they mean by gentle parenting as well? Do they mean
1: like, you know, letting them find their own way, leaving them to it? I don't, I don't get the gentle parenting thing. I don't
3: know because I think also the gentle parenting is a, I think it comes with the terminology or the, like the kind of opinion that it's very soft. Right. And it's very like, okay i need to remain calm at all times
2: that does not happen in (laughs)
3: anyone's
2: household like it cannot you know what it should be named as is authoritative not authoritarian and not lax but authoritative so you're firm and you're kind yeah i think that's a combination combination of firm and kind that feels really upsetting i can see you're angry we're not going to have another chocolate uh let and then give them a this this or that choice you know let's go get an apple or tangerine
3: i'm going to unpick what you said so it's a lot about what like you can see happening I can see you're angry I can hear you're feeling frustrated I can see you really wanted that toy and just by identifying what it is that they're feeling it kind of sits in them of okay mummy understands me or daddy gets what yeah. I'm trying to communicate yeah and if that's not what they're trying to communicate then they can push back and say no I'm not feeling angry I'm actually just feeling really sad yeah and then you're like oh okay you're feeling sad I can work with that yeah so a lot of Um, A lot of the emotional literacy and labeling the language helps to um, open up those conversations and helps them to identify it. And also what we find is, especially with like mental health in the later years, if something's got a label, if something's got a name to it, you don't feel like you're the only one going through it. Yes, Yes. So if you label that as I can see you're feeling angry because X, Y and Z, then the child can internalize that and think, oh, there's a name for this. Great. Mum, dad gets it. Someone gets it. I'm not alone
2: in this. I'm here with them. Mm. And that's a really important message
3: and for kids. And you know what?
2: The piece of the puzzle we're missing here is, then what do they do about that anger, mm. right? So like they're angry and you're okaying the emotion, you're labelling it, but then what? Gem, tell us Yeah, where do them? we go from there? Yeah, because <laughs> it's, so, it's one thing to tell them that, but then when they're screaming and you're trying to
1: for calm sure. them down, I found recently... And I've really had to tell myself this, and this is just something that, like, I, if he's blowing up, I have to, you have to, I have to remain calm, and I'm trying to talk to him calmly, and he's getting, screaming and screaming. Oh and there's some days you just can't do it. No, there's some yeah. days where you're like, I have had enough, mummy is trying her hardest. Yeah. And he's like, but I nice. don't care. <laughs> it's too much <laughs> noise. I don't care if you're trying your hardest. <laughs> try, harder. try harder. Yeah. Yeah, you stupid woman. <laughs> but like, I just say, like, some days, and like, in the night, if he's screaming for milk or he's screaming for a bottle, and if, you know, some days we give in for... If depending what you've got on the next day For sure. and I'll have to say to him I'll have to stop him and go mummy's gonna get the milk I'm gonna go downstairs you stay calm and it has worked on a couple mm. of occasions he's gone okay okay not all occasions but the remaining calm in me yeah. is yeah. what I've found, but how do you do that when it's, when it's how do you take yourself to a place of remaining calm Yeah, when they're completely blowing up and you've had it all day, or you've had it all week, or you've had a busy week, you've been
2: yeah. working and you get back, what, what do you well, have any tips? We on are how not, you per- can- we're not like <laughs> proposing that we're perfect people that do it right all the time. Cause we're not, one of the things that Gem taught me is make it small. And I learned that at school as well okay. when we were training as teachers is, the quieter you go with your voice and the calmer you bring. And even if you physically move your body down to their eye level, right? Great. what you're doing is rather than bringing the anger up, you're containing and making it small. I'm doing ASMR now. Nice, and- I like <laughs> it. Play okay, it back later. Mm. But, then, but yeah, and so you're containing and yeah. you're, you're making it small and manageable. I think
3: also yeah. knowing your own triggers is really hard. I think it's okay. Like you do get to the point where you're like, I'm trying my hardest, please just leave me alone. Yeah. Um, and I think at that <laughs> oh God, point- it's like you're listening to me last point. Point. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that point, it's important to say, "Mummy needs a minute. Yeah. Model what you would essentially want them to do back to you. You say, "Mummy needs a minute. Mm. I'm just gonna take a deep breath in. We're gonna take a deep breath out. We're gonna calm it down. We're gonna lower our voice. And I think if you can, Like Fia said, if you can switch into that lowering and it's kind of like a conscious decision because-
1: It's almost forcing that to happen, isn't it? As well in yourself, like, okay, right. Let's like, Mm. even if you are not really meaning it in that moment, like, okay. Yeah. But you're also modeling.
2: Mummy's feeling really frustrated. You can see because I'm starting to snap or shout. I'm going to calm and I'm going to take some deep breaths. Do you want to practice with me? And that is modeling breathing techniques to calm down. Yeah,
3: we, we talk a lot about breathing techniques on our course, but also I think it's important to also go in with the repair after it'd be like sorry I didn't handle that well Mummy wasn't listening to what you were saying because I was feeling really stressed don't push it back on them because you were being annoying and you wouldn't stop talking it's more a case of how were you as the adult feeling in that moment Mm -hmm. because by you taking ownership is teaching them later in life to take ownership and also it's okay to make a mistake like as long as you go in you say sorry can we talk about what you want now we're all calm I'm feeling a bit calmer now. What were you trying to say to mummy? Because mm. kids sense us, like they yeah. can, either they'll continue pushing the button yes. just to see where the boundary yeah, is yeah, or yeah. actually they'll be like, oh, what's oh, yeah. going on? Something's, I've messed with her too much. I need to yeah. stop." <laughs> okay, this is the line. Yeah. Oh um, and I don't, going back to what you said about um, at night you give in, I don't think it's, I think giving in isn't a bad thing and I think we're almost trained to think that it is yeah, a bad thing yeah, of like yeah. oh I can't give them every need they want mm. but why not like how great is it that there's someone in the world that is giving you everything you want yeah true and I don't think we should feel guilty if they're asking for something and we give it to them I mean my daughter is going to rule the world probably one day but she's <laughs> a screamer she screams like all day at me and a lot of the times I will have to stop her and say you're trying to ask me something yes yes you're screaming it at me and I'm not listening to the screaming, it's too loud. I can't hear it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is it you want to say? And then you always give them that opportunity or you model for them, can you ask Mummy for the milk nicely? Say, Mummy, please can I have some milk? Yes. So you model it for them and then you give them that opportunity to say it back to you. And then you say, Definitely, of course I'm gonna get you the yeah, milk. You nicely. Yeah, say yeah, yeah. nicely. I've
2: got my daughter, she loves she's gone into sort of moan vibes. Oh I oh, really God, so it's the get
1: the moaning worse than crying 100%. I don't mind he did this thing in the early days where it, it didn't matter what happened he, I put him in his high chair he'd moan even while he's eating you'd be moaning and I was like the food <laughs> is it's in your mouth <laughs> you
2: <laughs> you've got what you want and I the mm. moaning I can't
1: handle yeah.
2: like- when as they grow what I've noticed with my daughter Luna is that I'm saying to her I'm hearing a moaning tone can you ask me in a Calm, polite tone. So, and I will show her, I'll be like, oh, Can I have a banana? Instead, we could say, Mummy, please, can I have a banana? And I'll be like, Can you try it again? Mummy, please, can I-? I'm so proud of you. Well done for fixing oh, up and changing the way you've communicated with me. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, so, pr- and then praising the effort, because that's something really powerful about growth mindset is when we want them to feel proud of themselves. Mm. We don't always want to focus on the achievement at the end or the outcome. It's about the trying. And I, as an English teacher, I'm like, use your your verbs. So <laughs> <laughs> anything with an ING. Great listening, great trying. Yes. So focusing on the doing shows them that the effort matters more than the outcome. And that, oh my God, if I if I can get one message to parents, that massively improves growth mindset as they go through school. And then I see from the teenage side that they can try again. Yes. And they make mistakes and failure isn't the worst thing in the world. And it's okay to not do their best first time, but they're gonna keep trying because the trying is what matters most. Yes. So yeah. But But it's not about praising
1: everything, is it? It's not about praising everything because that's how kids end up on X Factor that can't (laughs) sing.
3: I think if you're specific with your praise, so in that example, um, if you're specific with your praise, I think they'll learn what their own strengths are. Yes. So well done for trying to sing. Yes. Or... (laughs) <laughs> well done <laughs> <laughs> then I think if you but if you, if they just hear like good girl, well done, like really generic, they can't really actually place mm. what they're doing no, well. Yeah, yeah. so if it's a case of like oh, I tried really hard, mm. I don't really care about the outcome, then they, if they're hearing that then they want to repeat it. Whereas if you just say good girl, good boy, They've probably moved on to drawing on the walls and they're like, great, yeah, she yeah, thinks yeah. this is great. Yeah, so, yeah, good yeah. Girl. well done, keep yeah. going. Oh,
1: my little artist. Yeah. <laughs> great, trying. Yeah, great trying to not draw on the walls. Hold
0: up. Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on US. Mintmobile.com switch.
2: Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531 Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot bot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical plans, underwritten by
3: Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow.
1: Can we talk about consent as well with little ones? How, it's such a big topic, and I'm so pleased it's become a big topic as well. But how early do you start with consent and what what form does that take?
3: As early as As possible. As early as possible, like changing nappies, I'm changing your nappy, I'm gonna wipe you consent at that age is just talking through what you were doing because you're involving them it's their body yeah I always I do
1: actually say do you mind if I poke your willy down yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that is how
2: amazing because what you've done is you've asked like a teeny tiny person for them to say yes or no and that's massive as they then grow up you can give them and the Gemini differ on this because I'm like let's talk about vulvas (laughs) and, and use the correct um, like anatomical term. I saw this on your Instagram. Right? and yeah. I thought, oh
1: no, I call it his Willy.
2: My, my yeah. other half like, so I I don't do teach it. him Willy because he. I go, what's that? And he goes, Willy. Yeah. And I, but it's because I find it amusing, which yeah. is not. Yeah, yeah. But you know My son calls th- it
3: my vagina. My a vagina. Vagina. Oh. That's oh adorable. But it. you know
2: what we can do is we can say, listen, Mummy's got a nickname, and that's the nickname. But right, the proper yeah. term yes. is penis or testes or whatever. Yeah. Um. And my daughter came home. And was like I call it vulva, but everybody else calls it nuni And I'm like, okay, well that that's their nickname for it, but we know what's the real term it's a vulva and even now as she's in the bath and you know exploring her toys and i don't know whatever ends up happening if she wants to have that conversation i will explain like yeah that's your clitoris it feels very powerful and sensitive that's your labia majora and i know that for so many parents they're like oh my god yeah. the, shame. Talking about the words the Talking, words. like masturbation and yeah, bodies yeah, yeah. It's terrifying future, but it? you know what ends up happening is if we don't talk about it the taboo and the fear and the shame and the no words the lack lang- the lack of language continues yeah. through the next generation on the boy's
3: side so my son is probably going to kill me if he ever listens to this one <laughs> like, they're but all going to kill us very much- Save for therapy now guys yes. <laughs> he's very much into like his willy basically Yeah, of course. not in terms of playing with it but just like he's got it it moves around mm. it's cool it's fun um and I am teaching him at this stage that it's his, it's private, um, he can touch it on his own. I'm not not shaming him around touching it um, because and they, from a young age, the um, they get erections quite young. Oh, I know. Um, that is a
1: terrifying thing when you, like, you're like
3: you changing an app and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's aimed. <yes. laughs> oh, wow. Um, so yeah, so I've taught him always from a young age that it's his, it's... Um, not, not to be shown else anyone touch. else. Yeah. yeah. Not for anyone else to touch. Um it's also about personal so space. Do you, do you say
1: those words to him? You yeah. say this is yeah. your this is your penis, it's yours. That literally those words yeah, to him. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: No one should be looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. no one should be touching it. He's borderline five, so I now give him the um opportunity to pat it dry himself. Right. Or does he want mummy to dry him? Because they're still young. Yeah. Um I'm saying to him things like you shouldn't be looking at anybody else's. If anybody does show you theirs or asks to look at yours, who can you go to in school to tell them? So you label the teachers, who can you go to at home? You can tell mummy and daddy, you can tell mama and papa, you can tell grandma and papa, like anyone in your family unit that he can talk to, but you need to highlight who they are. Like, yes. don't just think, oh, it's assumed because- Unfortunately, when it is
2: assumed- It's almost like when a grandparent's like, give me a big hug. Yes. And then they don't have the words to say, no, thank you. So coming off that topic actually, and just using words simply, to, we'll, we'll separate into two if it's about physicality and hugging goodbye or saying hello you could literally teach your little one um you don't have to give your body to anybody mm-hmm. it's your choice so if a grandma wants to give you a hug she and you can teach your family units asks shall we wave shall we hug or shall we high five goodbye yeah and that is active consensual choice of yeah. how do I use my body to communicate and then there's other you know for example like we were saying before you know that's your vulva and it's only four and I would get had to remind her only for me. Nobody else touches it. It's incredible that we didn't have this years no, ago yeah. and we all just went into it blindly. Yeah. But, but then that. also setting them up. Also, nobody that. knew what
1: their bits were. <laughs> <which> I,
2: <laughs> been name, cat, cat. do you know how many women? I'm like, <laughs> they're like, sorry, what's my labia minora? Yeah. And I'm like, That's so funny, is bonkers yeah, that yeah. we were never taught this. Yeah. 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 And people
1: just thought as a whole, you know, yeah. it was yeah. like all of it's, a, you know, a, a vagina, all of it's a vulva. People are like, people didn't know that there for were like sure. different bits to it. Some people didn't even know there was like holes in the middle. I remember like having that... Conversation with friends in school. I remember like, being terrified of like pitting
3: tampon up. I was like, yeah, but where does it go?
1: Well,
2: where, yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> hole? Yeah. And you know, I was
1: like, I
3: found out that there's more than one. It's
1: not just a straight up room. You're yeah. like, oh my God, what's going on, we there? Nothing. We yeah, nothing. nothing
2: that's what, so there's a big change in schools at the minute where consent and discussions around bodies ha- is coming earlier and earlier and earlier, which is excellent, um so that people have the knowledge and the language. And so I'm teaching my teenagers now, and we draw. We put a big vulva on the board. I'm like, who knows what? <laughs> you know, big uh, penis on the board with the testes and everything. But then it's, it's not embarrassing either because no. you're taking the embarrassment yeah. for them and yeah. you're like, here it is. This Left is it in it's talk. glory. For sure. Yeah. Um, Who's got questions? Yeah. And, and actually, so so working, so as a parent, working in, in collaboration with a school is really important. Mm. So knowing what your school is teaching in its PSHE content, so you can almost match that at home as well. Maybe yeah. just message your school I was going to say, say, can parents oh, ask teachers? Can sure. they say- Oh, what, what, yeah, what is what it is normally that learning? online, the, the curriculum.
3: Right. They okay. normally put a, um overview of each topic on their school website. Yeah. So you can definitely see in advance, I think. Um, but bringing it back to like kind of the young consent age of how young you should start that. It's never too early. If you label it as you're going along, if you label the correct terminology, if you teach them about privacy without shame. So mm. things like, yes, he can play with his willy on his own. And yes, the clitoris is very powerful and it, is a place of stimulation because you'll get a lot of children from a young age like rubbing up against the high chair because it feels nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're like, sorry, ah, <laughs> exactly.
1: and people tend to go, mm, well, I'm not going to look at that. Like when a dog starts humping something in the yeah. and everyone's just like, well, actually most people laugh actually when that happens. True. But it's like, it just... It,
2: Yeah, you're right. It's sort of like shrouded in like and So um, so instead, we should give them a time and a place. It's totally okay to play with your private sections, your genitals, whatever you want to call it. Um, Here's the time. We don't do it when we're with friends. But if you're playing, if you're in your bedroom by yourself, that's totally fine. If you're in your bathroom by yourself, that's also totally fine. We don't do it when we go play at somebody else's house. So you're giving context (laughs) of appropriateness. I'm just
3: introducing the concept to my son of personal space. I was like, you stick your arms out and that is your personal space because he gets up in my daughter's face and they like wind each other up. I mean, they're playing, yeah. but it's still like a massive invasion of yeah. her space. Um, So we had like a whole conversation last night about this is your personal space. No one can really enter it without you wanting them to enter it or you being invited into somebody else's. So just about kind of, it's not an in depth conversation, but it's no. just bringing awareness of what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of and sort of just drip feeding it along exactly. the way. Isn't exactly. It? It's a that,
1: getting it in there. Uh, Ashley, of course, has just had another yeah, little baby. Yeah. She's had a little baby girl, beautiful Ada. Um, what are your tips for sibling relationships? How to teach a toddler, like, not to be so rough or, you know, because yeah. like, so, I remember my niece sort of kissed her little brother with her teeth by mistake,
3: you know, in the beginning. And it was like, was it by your nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: like (laughs) teaching siblings to get along, I guess. is. Um,
3: So something that you can do is get a doll and they can practice with the doll. And you can say, can you show mummy how you're going to cuddle your sister brother with the doll? Okay, that's a bit tight. We can do that on the doll. Either you can say we can do that on the doll, um, but we're not going to do that on the small baby. But if you think that's going to be too complicated, then you can just say, we don't do it like that. Let's practice till you can do it. So you're using the doll as the the pressure kind of um, assessor. The other thing I will say is when you are dealing with your baby and your toddler wants your attention or your child wants your attention, don't blame the baby. Yes. I'm too busy is a sentence. Yeah. Or I want to come in a minute end don't blame the baby because what you were doing is you were building up an excuse or building up like a reason why you can't do it and it's all falling on the baby so that's going to build resentment between the siblings um so it's just very much a case of i want to give you my full attention can you wait a minute um you can set things up like a play box that they can go and play when um you're changing the nappy or something also try and avoid it's easy to do and it's a really easy hole to fall into but try and avoid giving them all the responsibility can you go and get me the nappy can you go and get me this can you go and do that because then they form this kind of i have to be responsible before their time yeah so it's just being mindful of Bearing that in mind, like yes, they can be helpful. You can you want ask to include them, them don't yeah, you? You're course. trying, and I guess that's the
1: mistake—not the mistake. That's the the thing that parents fall into. You're trying to include them in it, but then yeah. actually you're making them work, and then like, I don't want to yeah. do that. am <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not your nanny. Yeah. Yeah. And if they say no, say okay,
3: fine. Like, like I think if you want to include them again using the doll, say oh, oh, yes. I'm going to change my baby. Can you change your baby? Oh, yeah, nice. So yeah. then they're doing it at the same time as you because. Um, yeah They don't want to just be The nanny or the maid Or yeah. like whatever To just go and get it They want to
2: be with mummy And being like mummy In that moment um, So but Even something like Having a um, Saying to the baby mm-hmm. Baby mm-hmm. It's our time now Like it's going to be t- Time with him or her yes. And so that they know That it's their like 20 minute special time And you're like Baby You're going to have a rest here And I'm You're going to stay with granddad, And I'm going to go over here And we're going to have some yeah. fun On the swing Not even that extreme Like you could just
3: yeah. be like hold on, baby, I'm just dealing with my first
2: child. Yeah, so they yeah. hear
3: you two talking to yeah, them, so them the same. Exactly, so, no so it's the same.
1: Ah, oh, yes. Oh, I love this. I'm going to oh, forget it immediately and have to listen back later is what's going to happen, of The course. joy of Instagram. Exactly. Uh, so what's the most uh, common problem that parents come to you with, with teenagers? Let's move on to teens. Sure. In that, in that so sense.
2: I would say that's actually really varied in terms of a scale. It's a lot of the time we're looking at either really extreme behavior or really intense issues with mental health. And um, I would say the big ones are Anger and fury and parents not knowing what to do with that anger or fury of their teen. Often boys, interestingly, call wise. And and sometimes, weirdly actually. And then the girls, I often end up with poor self-esteem, lack of confidence, feeling really low. And then that playing out in like being a school refuser or not wanting to hang out with their friends on the weekend, that kind of thing. The self-esteem thing is so interesting that so many children
1: lack. That it shouldn't be, it feels like it shouldn't be something that kids should even be entertaining.
3: But I guess it starts so young with- So young. I mean, I'm having those conversations down on the primary end of things, yeah. Um, And we say confidence builds resilience. So if you can throw your child that confidence and build their confidence, then they're going to be more resilient because they're going to be more- Self believing,
2: like, yes, I can do this. And something that, if you do, it's really smart. If you kind of talk about your child, your between, your teen, in front of, of them so they're kind of in earshot but not mm. to them but about them so something like oh my gosh i'm so proud of tommy like he did so well in his cricket you know he he persisted and yeah. their team lost but i was so intent i uh, so proud of his resilience he tommy is listening he has overheard that and he's got like a little warm fuzzy like yeah oh. nice. if so you've got no one yeah. to tell tell their teddies teddies yes. from a <laughs> young age yes. are
3: really powerful you could be like wow do you know how great um Tommy did in um, PE today, he was such a, he tried so hard that mm. you're telling the teddies because yeah. they're hearing it. And also, yeah, bear in mind, like how do you talk about your child when they're within earshot and
2: without earshot? Because. Yeah it feeds into their kind of internal, internal voice yeah and yeah. like one of the big things that we always talk about is actually recognizing your internal voice so that's what I work on with teenagers is what is the critic or the confidence cheerleader talking to you yeah. when you get into really difficult moments you're prepping for an exam and you're like I can't do it there is a voice that's happening inside that's like you're rubbish this isn't gonna work you can't do this and then there's a tiny teeny tiny cheerleader that's like you
0: can and I'm um, <laughs>
2: like sitting on your shoulder like trying it's turning that little cheerleader absolutely. up absolutely it? it's yeah. turning yeah. the dialogue So one of the best ways that I teach teenagers to kind of essentially like refocus on the cheerleader is, um, affirmations that they say to themselves so we decide um with my teens you know what f- four affirmation sentences feel really powerful to them yeah like, i am full of courage i can do this i am exceptional at maths you know i try really hard i'm incredibly kind and if they have sentences that they can repeat to themselves whilst they're brushing their teeth not yeah. even they're not even verbalizing them that loud they're just hearing them in their head once you start to say something kindly to yourself enough eventually it feels like it could be a possibility and a reality. And what you're then doing is you're making the cheerleader voice loud. Yes. And so you yes. almost can inter- like pre- pretend that there's like a little cheerleader being like, you are so kind. And then they practice like, I am so kind. I <laughs> yeah. can do this. Yeah. I
3: am capable. Yeah. There's a pens you can get that you
2: can write on like a whiteboard.
3: Oh, no, so, nice. Or a mirror, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. a mirror. Yeah. Um, so my son, we've got on his mirror, well, we had on his mirror a few positive affirmations. Um. And I was like, well, which one do you feel right now? Now, which one do you want to say? Yeah. Can you say it? I am brave. I am kind. And also, you can question them like, "Well, what do you think makes a good friend? What made what? Why do you like that person? Okay, what, well, when did you show kindness today? When did yeah, yeah? When did you show kindness? What makes you a good friend to somebody else? Mm. Get them to think about those kind of questions. At the end of the day, in school, I used to get with my class. They used to close their eyes, and I used to always ask them, "What one kind thing did you do for someone today? what one kind thing did someone else do for you today and what one kind thing are you going to do when you go home i didn't ask for the answers i never let them answer it but right. just did they just those thinking about it yeah yeah just, yeah, yeah. just, just sitting about with the thought it. yeah 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 nice just to get them to think like okay there's other people in the world i'm i'm a good person i contribute to this people impact my life, how to, and when you get to like between age of, and I'm sure in teenage, like friendships, what to look out for. Oh, this person's always being horrible to me. I feel like this when I'm with that person doesn't mean I am a negative person yeah. or, or whatever a they're rubbish telling friend, me I am or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it's just when I'm with this person and I think highlighting that from a young age also kind of helps the rhetoric as they get older. Yeah. God, that's, I mean, it's a maze, isn't
2: it? An
1: <laughs> and we've not even touched
2: on like bodies as well, how they feel about their body confidence. Oh my that.
1: goodness. Well, anybody that wants to go and check it out, they can head to your Instagram, can't yeah. they? And
2: uh, would you give us your Instagram again? Yeah, so we're at Toddlers, Teens and Between. You can find us on Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the places. Um, and we have a young years course and star charts, and Gemini do bespoke one to one calls. So, we oh, are amazing. here for you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The courses is something I really want to look yeah. into because it, like I said, we were saying, you know, antenatal class and all that. It ends for sure. where do you go? It's brilliant. Okay, we have had a listener email. Uh, this is Simona. She writes, Did you find navigating friendships any different after kids? This is aimed at actually, I, I feel like. I felt such a shift after becoming a mother that a lot of friends with kids I just didn't feel got me, and I feel like the whole thing shifts too. What we need from friendships changes, and disappointment we feel of friends don't make an effort with our kids, etc. So it's not obviously what you guys are here to talk about today, but it's um, it's such a systematic change, isn't it, when the kids arrive and. It's almost saying goodbye to who you were. Oh, yeah. And trying to make that shift. And also, I, this is what I've come to realize recently. And it was only last night, actually, that I thought to it. I was like, I have changed. Yeah. Like, I'm I've been EM. fighting it for so long and trying to go along and still be me, but yeah. with this, you know, <laughs> yeah. person that needs me the whole time. Yeah. And I'm busy and everything like that. So it's accepting how, how, do, how do new mums, new parents accept? that their life has
3: changed. I think, I think it's really hard. I think also you can't control how other people are responding to your situation. Because I know I was one of the first out of our friendship groups to have a baby. Mm. Um, And so no one kind of brought food round or did anything because they didn't know. I never understood. A friend of mine
1: who, out of our friendship group who got, who had babies first, I'd be like, yeah, come down to London. It's my birthday. And I was like, surely she can just give yeah. it to someone else yeah. so I didn't get it or to bring it away yeah 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 fine that'll be alright It it's right. in a buggy what are you yeah. doing yeah and it's so, like you know and I remember sort of she'd been down three days and she was
2: upset and I was like God, it's only three days mm. like but you don't it, until you're there you can't yeah. understand it can you but it's so it's so important because we have friendships through stages of life and mm. we also have friendships kind of for ages and stages and so when we assume and wrongly as we move into motherhood or fatherhood that everybody else is on the same page as us, what you're doing is creating like distance and actually being able to communicate your needs is so powerful. And that's what we're trying to get our little ones to yeah, do. Like, an I'm anyway, really struggling. Right? I would love if you came over and bought me uh, a takeaway yeah. and being able to communicate that because so many people like when I, I wasn't a mum for a long, long time and I didn't know what the right thing to do was. Yeah. And that's something that I want like everybody listening to know Like, there's no right thing and you're not doing something wrong. Yeah. If you're a mum, you're not a mum, you're a dad, you're not a dad. It's actually, just saying like can I help and how it's a really powerful question. Again, we teach the kids
3: like, what do you need from me? Yeah. What can I bring, mm. like, what yeah, can yeah, I do yeah. in this situation? Yeah, yeah. And you can teach it to your children as well. Like if they're going through something and you're like, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? And they're just like tantruming still. You say, what do you need from me? What is it that I can give you right now? And being honest too, because I have a tendency to just go, no, I'm fine and get on with mm. it myself. And actually yeah. food was the thing I needed
1: in the beginning because yeah. it was like, you know, the, you know, all hell breaking loose. You're trying to feed a baby, you're trying to feed yourself. Yeah. And For anyone sure. turning yeah. up with food would just have been so so welcome, and yeah. I did have friends who sent you know those uh, the the cook um, yeah that's and so really so stuff good. like that yeah. you know anything like that yeah. just a delivery.
3: Of but you food wouldn't know that house. unless <laughs> you've done it. No. It's like the same as when we all got married. Like it was so cute to see all the bits that people did in the wedding, and then people did it to me, and yeah. it was like, oh, I didn't know I should do that, so I'm going to pass it forward. It's yeah. almost like. The rite of passage, passage of like passing it forward. It is, it's you pay
2: the, It's it the, forward. the food. It's
3: the food. It's sending on the
1: food. Just yeah. send food. Just
2: <laughs>
3: food. <That laughs>
1: drop it. it off. Don't even come in. Yeah. I don't even want you in my house. I just want the food. <laughs> I just
3: want the food. <laughs> Unless you're coming in to do my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Only in the way that I want it done. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it has yeah, to be true, like
1: that. <laughs> yeah. And don't hang it up like that, please. But yeah. anyway, uh, ladies, it's been so lovely to speak oh, to you awesome. today. Thank, thank you, for thank you, you us. so so much, Gemma, Sophia. They can find you at Toddlers, Teens, and Between. Thank you so much for coming to join me today, ladies. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Kat, it's been great. Woo. Thank you very much for listening to Mums the Word, the parenting podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. We love to hear from you. Get in touch on WhatsApp, where you can send us a voice message for free, even anonymously if you want to, at 075 275 37. Or you can email us at askmums the word Pod at gmail.com. Ask Mums the Word pod at gmail.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It all helps. We're going to be back with another episode same time, same place next week.
0: Hold up.